This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Three great words. Free fries Friday. Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Bell one time on Friday. Participating McDonald's through 1231.24. Excludes tax. Must update rewards. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to this bonus episode from the I Can't Believe I Get Paid to Do This podcast from BBC Good Food. Get ready for some trade secrets direct from this week's expert guest. You can pause this episode at any time to make notes. And for more information, visit bbcgoodfood.com forward slash podcasts. Hi, I'm Donna Hay, and I am going to do my best to tell you how I write a recipe. Um, It's something that I do every day and writing a recipe or having an idea from a recipe can come from so many different places. So I'm always on the lookout, whether it's walking past a beautiful, big pile of green beans when I'm shopping or the smell of something cooking in a restaurant, something I've eaten that I want to make more simple for home cooks or just something I see in a movie something cloud-like or anything, a beautiful plate, and then I imagine the food that would go on it. So how you write a recipe is you come up with your concept, whatever you want to do. I think the most valuable part of writing a recipe is knowing the food science behind it. Sweet and savoury are different. If you're writing a savoury recipe, you've got a lot more flexibility and playtime. If you're writing a sweet recipe, There's so many things that happen on that science level that you cannot bend with on this week. So one of my favourite things that I ever did was read the most comprehensive book on cooking, which is Harold McGee's On Food and Cooking book. It's like a textbook from school, but it is invaluable. So if you are planning on writing a recipe, it's a really good idea to understand the science about food. When you start writing, even if you're just grabbing some ingredients, really good idea to have a pen and paper close by and maybe a clipboard so that you're 
can read your writing back, which is my problem, my scribble. And then the most important thing to do is ingredients don't have to be in order while you're scribbling. But when you do go to write it, say, on your computer or take down the recipe as a real recipe, things have to be in the order that you use them. So make sure you measure everything or weigh it absolutely perfectly level correctly because if you're going to ask someone to cook one of your recipes, you want to make sure it works. That way they're going to love you. So start by getting your ingredients, thinking about how you're going to chop them, prepare them. And if you're writing a recipe for a home cook, you might want to think about the shortcuts you can take. Can you tear the herbs instead of chop them? Do you really have to finally chop the onion? Will it make such a difference? So think about the shortcuts and how you're going to treat the recipe. Does the onion need to be caramelized? Should it be deep golden? Can I do all this in the oven? Should I do it in a pan on the cooktop? What sort of method of cooking do I want? So once you combine all of those things together, you can get started and that's when the fun happens and the magic happens. And remember, it might not work out the first time. It might not work out the seventh time. But sometimes you've just got to stick with it or bin it and start again and have a whole new concept. And that is frustrating to some people. It's fun to me because just because you thought you had a great idea in the first place for a recipe doesn't mean you have to stick to it. You can always massage it into something else. You can take it in a different direction. But the most important thing to do is to write it down as you go, measure properly and time things. So if you're cooking something for five minutes each side, you might want to say five minutes or until golden so someone knows exactly what you're talking about. Give them little hints and tips along the way. After all, you want your recipe to be a success for them. So anything you can add to the recipe, not too many words, that is going to be instructional is really helpful. Um, And think about how many ingredients you want to get out of your pantry or go shopping for after a long day at work. It can be the signal to how your recipe is going to run. Is your recipe for a busy weeknight? Is it for a weekend with friends? So make sure you have those parameters around you. Take really great notes. Um, But most of all, have fun.